Welcome to the Dry Bones Ministries podcast. Each week, we'll bring you inspiring homilies and powerful stories from real Catholics, all about the truth, goodness, and beauty of Christ and His Church. If you're interested in supporting the work that we're doing, you can visit drybonespgh.org or follow us on social media at drybonespgh. Thanks for joining us. We hope that you are reminded of how much the Lord loves you and that you hear His invitation for you to come to life. Morning, everybody. This is what Jesus wants to do for us, right? What did he do? He gave this leper his whole life back. And in a certain sense, he didn't just give him his old life back, but he made this leper totally new. That's what God wants to do for us, right? In Revelations 21.5, one of my favorite scripture verses, the Lord says, Behold, I make all things new. That's what he wants to do, right? So you guys know this. You've heard a thousand times. Lepers, it was a death sentence. As good as dead. It was the most feared disease in the ancient world. If you've ever seen leprosy, you've seen how terrible it is. I encountered a lot of lepers. I was ministering in a leper colony in Ethiopia, right? And my job every morning was the sisters would give me. I was staying with the missionaries of charity, Mother Teresa's sisters, in, in the bush, bush, of uh, Ethiopia, a town called Jima, and they would give me every morning this vat of oil. And the sister, every morning, when she would give it to me, we'd celebrate Mass, we'd have breakfast, she'd give it to me and say, Father, go anoint the body of Jesus. Right? Whatever you did to the least of my brothers, you did it to me. It's beautiful, right? And I'd go, and all the men would be laying in the, all, on all these mats in this huge hut, as big as this church. And I would go and just, they were, they were, their sores were very, very painful and leprosy gets, dries you out. And so your bones begin to, uh, or your skin begins to be like leather around you. So just put the oil on them. Just rub them down with oil all day, right? So it was a death sentence back in the day. And it, the, the worst part about, or maybe the worst part about leprosy was the terrible pain, but also the isolation. You had to leave your family right? You, had, you couldn't go into the marketplace. You couldn't go into the temple. You couldn't go into the synagogue. They would have to wear a bell around their necks, right? Can you imagine like cattle announcing that they were coming unclean, unclean with this thing? Can you imagine seeing the first spots of leprosy on your body back in the day? The terror of that so this is the predicament that, that these guys are in, right? They see this, and, and what do they do? They're, they're going on the way, and they cry out to Jesus. Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Have pity on us, right? They must have been way out outside of the town, and they stay off at a distance. Have pity on us, right? And Jesus tells them to go. Show themselves to the priest, and there was going. They were cleansed. What is your leprosy? What is your leprosy? You're a leper. I'm a leper. We've seen the spots, haven't we? It doesn't take much for us to identify. When we do an examination of conscience at the end of the day or even at the beginning of Mass, we know our leprosy. For the most part, Jesus can always reveal. Whenever he reveals more leprosy, we're like, oh, but he reveals in order to heal, right? Maybe your leprosy is impatience. 
Maybe your leprosy is lust. Maybe your leprosy is anger. Maybe your leper... It's okay. You're a leper. I'm a leper. Cry out to Jesus. That's what you're doing here at 9 a.m. Mass. Cry out to Jesus. Jesus, Master, have pity on me. I can't cure my leprosy. I'm exhausted from trying to cure my leprosy. But you are the divine healer. You are the divine physician. Heal me like you healed those lepers. I too am a leper, Lord. And then gratitude, right? One comes back and thanks him. The gospel makes the point that he's a Samaritan. Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Why is gratitude so important? Because gratitude changes our perspective and our perspective changes everything. Gratitude changes our perspective and our perspective is the way that we relate to reality. The grateful person is the happy person. The person who waits for something to be grateful about will never be grateful or be grateful quite rarely. Gratitude is an attitude, right? We've heard that. It's a choice. It's a choice. And it's a choice that changes our perspective. I've seen marriages transformed by a husband or a wife. You know, often when marriages get into trouble, it's they're concentrating on all the things that are bad about the spouse. Can you relate? <laughs> we concentrate, we look at our spouse, here's all the things that are wrong with them, right? And that, well, that's going to give us a certain way of relating to our spouse, right? Marriages have been transformed when one or the other starts to concentrate all the things that are good about the spouse. Changes the way that they see the spouse. That is, it changes their perspective, changes the way that relates to their spouse, changes the marriage. So, don't despair of your leprosy. I have it, you have it. It's okay. It's okay. Just cry out to Jesus. Here I am, Lord. Here I am again. Your leper, back, needing cleansed once again. And he says, oh, good. I love cleansing lepers. That's what I do. So he'll cleanse us, right? And then we want to choose to be grateful. Not grateful to some force out there, to some power. Grateful to Jesus. That's what this leper recognized. Your faith, we can add, in me, Jesus was saying, has saved you. Our faith in him has saved us. Please stand.